Welcome to this episode of Care You, where we challenge and encourage listeners to be intentional and embed a practice of reflection into your caregiving. It is our intention that the contents of this podcast are accessible and meet you where you are on your caregiving journey in a non-blaming and non-shaming way. Enjoy, Enjoy the, the show. show. Hey, Stephanie. Hi, Don. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So this episode, it's, it's kind of funny uh, if... Any people are out there wondering, like, how do they come up with topics? Sometimes it is hard to come up with a topic. Sometimes there's too much out there, and you're like, okay, what are we going to do? And this can't be a two-hour episode. This one was kind of uh, an interesting um, creation That is for part. sure. That is for sure interesting. Yeah, so you, you want to explain what, the, uh, what this episode's going to be? Yeah, I'm really excited about this episode. I'm 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 excited about all episodes, and honestly, I think the biggest challenge is, is where do you begin um, when we think how what episode is relevant right now and timely. So this one came to fruition because I uh, stumbled on social media. I'm in um, a group of it's called Lazy Geniuses. So there's this lady that wants to be genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. And she has a podcast. It's actually really fantastic. Um, I've learned a lot of different things from her, different caregiving tools and tips. But on this um, Facebook group, they somebody was talking about how she has children and she has to make their meals. And she is so overwhelmed with mealtime because inevitably somebody doesn't like what she makes or she didn't have the right food, all the ingredients of what she was planning on making. And basically it sounded like mealtime became chaos. And (laughs) I completely resonate with this mother and was like, okay, I feel this too at my core. And then I started diving into all these resources and these different tools. And I was like, okay, Don, I think other people would resonate with this as well. Yeah, and and I was like, oh yeah, because I, and I want to throw a little wrench in here maybe. This is not just a mother thing. Absolutely. And I think part of it now, this is a whole different part of the episode, but like in my house, I am the one who cooks and has cooked. And so I think sometimes we think about this as just a mom thing, a female role, and it I don't know, I'm going to maybe make some guys a little bit upset here, but it's the guys can do it too. Um, actually, in our house, I would say Aaron is much better. The children prefer when dad cooks over mom. Um, we try to divide and conquer, but if he was listening to this, he would laugh because he says that I can mess up toast. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Basically, I wanted to open up this conversation because I know a lot of the research behind family meals and the meal time. And in previous episodes, we've talked about a family gratitude practice that we do at mealtime. And so I find it so important to sit down, be intentional about looking in my kids' eyes and talking to them about the day. Mm -hmm. But as I said to Don before we started... Before you even get to that point, there's so many things that are put into like that have to happen, and it stresses me out. I I have so many other decisions that I have to make that I just don't choose 
to put meals at the priority, but I feel like there are some cool resources that we're going to share that are really going to help me personally. I'm actually printing them off and using them, but also hopefully our listeners. Well, and you mentioned the choices thing. And as we were planning this, it was, there's choices for everything. Like I think about, it's just my wife and I now at home. And there are times where I got home on Friday and she's like, where do you want to eat at? And I'm like, oh. There's too many. I'm, yes, there are too many restaurants. I have made too many decisions in the last five days. I, I have no idea. But then, then uh, now I'm putting the responsibility on her. And it, uh, yeah, there's just, choice can be. We're going to do an episode on choices. Yeah. Because we think, we talked about that. That's too much. But my sister, my mom is amazing at cooking. And my she'll share something with us. And my sister will literally be like, mom, take a picture of whatever you just said that you use. Like, I don't want it to leave it up for, to me to know what kind of chicken broth or what oh, kind yeah. or what kind of broth I should say. I want to know exactly what you get. So I don't even have to worry or spices. My mom will be like, Oh, just add a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And we're like, no, we don't want to do that. We want to know exactly. And yeah. And that's where as a, as a cook, that's where I, I'm not a huge recipe follower, but I know my wife on the opposite. I mean, she is, there, if it says one tablespoon of something, she is going to measure out one tablespoon of something. Yeah, and Aaron, I'm just not. I'm not like that. Aaron says he's never made the same soup twice. Yeah, right. So let's talk about speaking of recipes. There's this really cool site that's called a Humble Place. We're going to link it, and um, basically, it is a month by month meal plan. Now, these are just things that you can use. You do not have to use clearly, but I found it to be really beneficial because it kind of takes some of the choice out of their, um, January meal plan. And then it will give you different ideas to, to make. So maybe it would help so you can enjoy the time together as a family. If you had that system in place. And I know a lot of people meal plan and a lot of people write things down and put it on their calendar. Um, I enjoy it when I do it, but as soon as life gets busy, and now we're in October, it's something that goes by the wayside for me. So just something I wanted to, sh- to share with everyone. Well, and I think maybe this is a time to talk about the uh, responsibility. And I think sometimes, like, we never really meal planned officially when my kids were at home. But I know the people that do, sometimes it is the mom and or the dad that sit down and they decide, here's what we're going to cook. And I think, is there a responsibility, would you agree, Stephanie, there's a responsibility for the kids to be involved in that? Yeah, I I think that's when it's its best. When I say to my kids, like, hey, is there something that you really want to eat this week? We kind of have a standing Taco Tuesday um, it's going to be something taco-y. Um, but if they start throwing some things out there, then we will work to try to make those happen. And so I do think that's when it's its best because if they have the ownership, they're going to be excited about that. And sometimes then they help us make it. Um, but I'll tell you, I, I can say all these things, but when my systems aren't in place, it's a free-for-all. Yeah. And that's the moment we're at right now where it's like, even tonight, what are we going to make? I have no idea. I'm going to get home. It's going to be the the time, it's going to be more of a rush and we don't have anything prepared um, because I'm going to print these things off and start tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that is that we're really big on that intentionality and being intentional with this, it may be a whole different routine that you put into place, but that idea of if you can make something that is, I mean, let's be honest, we all have to eat 
Mm-hmm. Um, I could maybe go for a few weeks and mm-hmm. not eat, but um, we all have to eat. And it just, the number of people that I hear talk about how, oh, I hate it. It's a chore. If I, if something happened to me, my kids would never eat. If they, You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, there's, and, and I think if we turn that around and we talk about, okay, what responsibilities does everybody have in the household? And you've talked about this, but like, hey, I cook and cook and cook, however long cooking is. If it's a half an hour, if it's an hour, whatever it might be. And then my kids just come in and the plate's already sitting there. And maybe for some people, the stuff's already on the plate and they eat and then boom, they get up and they're out. Yeah. And it's, I I think we need to, we we try, you know, non-blaming, non-shaming, but we need to start to figure out how do we bring responsibility for the whole family unit into something that everybody has to do and they have to play a role, a part in eating. Yeah, and maybe even, so I, I'm thinking about this in my own house and how this could look, but may, I might even have them name it. Like, what part did you just play in all of us eating? Well, if you haven't done anything yet, then there's still cleanup. Because I was telling you, Don, this before we started recording, I feel like everybody does that. They, they're basically, it's, we're like connoisseurs. Mm-hmm. They're eating and then they're up and going to do the next thing. And Aaron and I are staring at each other like, now everything has to be put away. Everything has to be cleaned. Um, and I think that's where some of the dread comes in. Yeah. It's like, I, I just, I want to enjoy it, but I also need to remember the, how do I up the odds my kids are going to be okay? Well, n- nobody's going to be there for them when they're not in my house. They're going to have to be a partner or if they're on their own, they have to do it. Yeah. So I really like this conversation and I hope other people find it beneficial because I know I need to be better and be more intentional at making all this stuff happen. Yeah. So when the rubber meets the road, so how do we make this happen? Yeah. So we have a few of these resources that we want to share. Um, one of them is called Batched, and that is how you can make a monthly menu using dinner, the dinner in 15-minute program. Now, I do want to say that this this is a PDF, and so you can actually print it off, but basically it's helping us just be intentional about what we need for our protein, what we need our meal to look like. Um, there's also the meal, the menu plan that that is linked on there. And then Going back to Don's comment on the responsibility, there is a, I don't know what I would call her. She might, I think she's a dietitian. Um, her name is Ellen Satter, I think is how yeah. you say her last name. She, when I was on this Facebook post and, and looking through all the comments of people encouraging this fellow mom, a lot of people referenced Ellen Satter's division of responsibility and eating. And we pulled out a PDF that we can share with our listeners, but also are linking her website. And this goes back to what Don's saying and about the who, what is our responsibility as caregivers? What is our responsibility as the child or the one that's eating? And I honestly haven't looked through her entire website, but there is a ton of stuff on there. Um, is that kind of what you were thinking with responsibility, Don? Yeah, and just, I mean, that whole idea of, I think some people listening might say, oh, yeah, this all sounds wonderful, but my this kid won't eat this. 
and this child won't eat this, and this one, if the toast, you were bringing up toast. If this one, if the toast is too dark, they won't have it, so this one has to, the toaster has to be set at two, and this one, the toaster has to be set at six. Like, how do you navigate that and make up those odds that it's going to be an enjoyable time? It That mealtime, all of those benefits that come from it, the communication, the um, healthy eating habits, those types of things... I think that's where, that's the part that I remember when my kids were growing up, like you and I talked, I knew my kids did not like mushrooms. So we had a rule that, and I say rule, you know, mm-hmm. rules are meant to be broken. I'm not going to sit here and say that it happened every single time, but if we made something, our kids ate it, but we didn't go out of our way to make things that our kids didn't like. Right. And so... Um, there's that that sounds easy on the surface. Hey, you're going to eat what I make. But to me, that being intentional, now if you bring the kids into that meal planning, they then, they feel that ownership. Yeah, you would think, for sure. My husband likes to remind us in our family that food is fuel. Not everything has to taste like your favorite meal in the entire world. And I am guilty. I like to enjoy the taste. Um, where he really looks at food like it is going to fuel and do its job. And I don't have to like savor every taste. So when we talk about that, like there could be something in the meal that you do savor and you love. There also could be something that you just need to eat for nourishment for your body. Yeah. So I, I, and I say all that, even though I, I mean, I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. So it's just those intentionality. I know. Mind blowing. Um, but it's just constantly being reminded. And when I went on this rabbit trail, it was like, and even having the conversation with you, Don, it's like reminding that my kids need to be a part of the process. We have tools that are out there that can help. So I don't have to feel so overwhelmed. Nope. I don't have to do it alone. How can I engage them in the process, including the cleaning up and the preparing? Oh, yeah. Um, I just felt like you really helped me and this diving into all these resources really helped me to be like, okay. I'm not honestly loving how this is going, even though I know mealtime is super important. Yeah. So what can we do? And I just hope our listeners can find some benefit from this also. Yeah, I do as well. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Care You and for showing up for the children in your care. Until next time.